Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 13th of June and as usual with all the information provided in this podcast there's general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's kick things off with the scores on the doors and the Dow continues to push higher. Last night we had the Dow up 190 points or 0.56% to 34,066. We had a high of 201 up and a low of plus 2. So never in negative territory for the Dow. The Nasdaq was up 1.5%, 203 points, 13,462. The S&P 500 up 40 or 0.9 of a percent to 4339. So uh, the U.S. market continues to push higher. And of course, we had a holiday yesterday. So we are playing a little bit of catch up because it's had two days of, uh, of rallies to, uh, for us to catch up on. So that is something to bear in mind. The SPY futures up 25 points or 0.35%, 71.23. The VIX volatility index fell 8.5%. Uh, sorry, rose 8.5% to 15.01. Still very, very low. Uh, 15.01 there on the VIX volatility index. Looking at European markets, we had the stock 600 up 1 or 0.2 of a percent. FTSE up 0.1. Germany up 0.9, doing better. France up 0.5 and Spain up 0.4 of a percent. Looking across the US stocks, Apple pushing towards all-time highs. Uh, 1.6% higher, Meta up 2.3%, Google up 1.6%, Microsoft up 1.6%, Amazon up 2.5%, Tesla, three little ducks, 2.22%, Netflix up 09 uh, The US bank's not doing an awful lot, to be honest, but it is all about tech at the moment as that NASDAQ rally continues to push ever, ever higher. JP Morgan unchanged, Citigroup up 03 Goldman up 1%. Bank of America down half percent, Wells Fargo down 0.7, and uh, the KBW Regional Bank Index down 0.7 of a percent there. Uh, ExxonMobil falling 0.9, General Motors up 1.2% as well in the US. Uh, European banks not doing too much at all, so nothing very exciting uh, there. As far as bond markets go, of course, this week a lot of data coming out from the US and we do have that FOMC meeting as well. So it is going to be a big week for US data. 10-year yields in the US 3.743 down 0.2 rather of a basis point. US 10 2 years 4.586 down 1.9 basis points and the Aussie 10 just coming off slightly 2.2 basis points 3.93 Bitcoin down to 25,902, 2.2% down. The Aussie dollar steady, 67.51, and the US dollar index pretty steady as well. Looking across at commodities on the weekend, we had the Brent crude price. Well, oil under some pressure at the moment. We do have uh, Brent crude down 0.7 of a percent. Gold was uh, pretty much unchanged. Uh, the oil price, WTI fell uh, quite heavily down below 70 bucks at one stage 
LME copper prices down 0.7%, nickel down 2.1%, aluminium down 1.6%, zinc down 1.8%, lead up 0.6%, and ton down nearly 2%. Iron ore falling away as well, down 1.6%, and coal down a similar amount, 1.6%. Lithium has had a nice little bounce higher, up 5% there recently, so that's doing quite well. As far as mining stocks overseas, BHP ADR is down 0.2, Rio down 1.3%, Freeport McMoran down 0.2, Alcoa down 0.7, Tech down 1.1, Anglo down 1.7, Glencore up 0.5, Vale down 1.9, and Arbomile down 0.9 of a percent there in terms of that trade. So the US market now. It's that fourth weekly gain on Friday, entering a new bull market and closing near its session highs. So certainly doing very well. Tesla now is up for 12 consecutive trading sessions. And Apple and Microsoft hit uh, year-to-date gains of 41 and 38% respectively. And Oracle hit a record high after JP Morgan hiked its price target, closing up nearly 6%. So certainly... The U.S. Nasdaq still doing very, very well. So that is going to be of interest. Uh, we do have that FOMC meeting this week. And the um, other news, we had um, Morgan Stanley top equity strategist Mike Wilson. He is refusing to accept that the outlook for the S&P 500 is a positive. As most investors reiterating that risks persist for corporate earnings. So Mike Wilson very much sticking to his guns there. Glencore has offered to buy Tex Coal Business as an alternative to its takeover bid for the Canadian miner. So that is of interest there in terms of the uh, news in the commodity cycle. We do have, uh, as I say, a lot of US data coming out on Tuesday. So uh, as well as local data, we get Westpac Consumer Confidence, we get NAB's Business Confidence, we also get uh, this evening, we get the inflation rate, core inflation from the US, CPI, etc., etc. So that is going to be a big, big night for us, but certainly the market drifting higher uh, as we head into that big week for US data. As far as local news goes, just out this morning, Domino's sales below expectations for FY23. Says its sales increased in the second half of the financial year, but were below expectations. Same source sales increased only 0.2 of a percent. And it expects a non-recurring costs in FY24 of 80 to 93 million for interest and tax. And it's also shutting its underperforming 27 stores in Denmark, which will increase next year's earnings by around 25 to $30 million. Rio Tinto uh, has been, uh, had their, one of their rising stars poached. Uh, the IGO boss, uh, the IGO new boss, uh, that's uh, Ivan Vela, has been uh, appointed as the new chief exec of IGO. And uh, he comes from Rio Tinto. He's expecting to relocate to Perth to run IGO. He's been in Canada overseeing Rio's aluminium division. In other news this morning, uh, just looking through some of the broker upgrades and company news, not a lot out this morning as you would expect. Uh, We do have uh, some news from Hastings Technology and 
and Neo Performance signed a non-binding heads of agreement for rare earth concentrate offtake and uh, Mineral Resources has reported a fatality at the Onslow Iron Project so not particularly great news for Mineral Resources and of course tragic news for the family of uh, whoever has died. As far as Alkane goes, reported drilling results from the Northern Molong Porphyry Project. Cedar Woods has guided to FYNPAT of 30 million. Prior, prior guidance was at least 37 million, so that looks like that could be uh, coming under some pressure today. And also we have uh, Lycopodium has confirmed formal execution of the Reiko Dick Copper Gold Project contract. And in other news this morning, uh, Solomon Liu meeting with Mark McInnes has fueled speculation around this Maya CEO role. Of course, um, Mark McInnes formerly uh, with, um, with Maya, uh, or D- David Jones actually, some long time ago, but certainly one of the best retailers in Australia. In some broken news today, we've got uh, Wilson's has initiated... Uh, ABB and SLC, that's Aussie Broadband, initiated market weight with a $2.91 price target. That's only 4% upside. Superloop initiated overweight with an $0.81 cent target. Uh, that's 23% upside there. And Hanson Technologies initiated overweight at Baron Joey this morning as well. And uh, Peter Nathan uh, in the AFR uh, is looking to step into the uh, Bubs Australia CEO role, says the company is facing a write-down given the fact that it failed to reach its forecast sales targets in China. So uh, more bad news continues to come for Bubs. Samfire Resources upgraded to a buy from neutral at UBS. And we have uh, Macquarie, BP and APA Group among the shortlisted parties competing for Alinta, Alinta's West Australian assets. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Good to be back. Short week this week, but it's a big week. Lots and lots of US data, FOMC as well this week. The Federal Reserve is forecast at least to pause or a skip. They're talking a hawkish skip, whatever that is. It sounds like Monty Python's Ministry of Silly Walks with a hawkish skip, but we'll see how it pans out later this week. That's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.